Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. An effort to try to divert people away from using cars, etc., etc. Carbon tax on fuel will cause the price of both petrol and diesel went up for last night for midnight. The carbon tax will be will be increased by another seven fifty this year to forty one euro per ton. Now, by the way, if you ask the average politician what a ton of carbon is, they wouldn't be even able to define it for you. But anyway, it'll go up by the same amount in every budget until the year twenty twenty nine. So get used to it; it's going to keep going up, and it's technically a double taxation because they are taxing the tax. In other words, that you know extra percentage of tax is on top of the VAT and the environmental charge that's already there. So you're essentially taxing tax. Minister Dunahoo said the action was necessary as the world is burning. And that was quite dramatic, isn't it? And people were, will not tolerate government's inaction on climate crisis. This will push up, of course, the cost of petrol and diesel. You will have noticed that from there. Your garages last night, when you filled your car up for midnight last night, a 60-litre tank of diesel uh, will increase by 148 from last night midnight and a similar tank of petrol by 128. There was a time, of course, where diesel was cheaper than petrol. Now, the other way around, of course, the Green Party back in the early part of 2000 encouraged us all to run out and get a diesel car. Now they want us to sell them again. An estimated cost of 1940 will be uh, tacked on to a 1,000 litre tank of home heating oil. It's quite substantial, isn't it? And natural gas will see an increase of 1695. I don't know how they worked that out, but that's the way it's worked out. Uh, that carbon tax means that the cost of home heating fuels will also rise, including coal and peat, on top of the increases we've already heard about uh, during the week or last week or the week before when they told us that, you know, your average family are going to pay an extra 500 quid this winter for fuel. 500 quid. So that's not including that. So we're really, really going to see it tough, by the way, to heat our homes, drive our cars, whatever it happens, or to cook and whatever else we, we do with, with fuels. Anyway, the bag of coal now will cost an extra 90 cent and 20 cent more on briquettes. Uh, the idea of all this, seemingly, is not to punish people, allegedly, according to the government, but to force people to buy electric cars and get their home heating converted and to change our behaviour. Let's be clear, for most people, that's unaffordable with either the car or the heating system, because let's focus on electric cars, for example. On electric cars, the plan by the government is that one million electric cars will be on the road by 2030. Uh, we currently don't have the ability to provide electricity to, on the demand for the grid for this winter, now, let alone add a million electric cars to that problem. So I don't know how they're going to work that one out. Although ESB Network said they are planning an upgrade on the whole grid by 2025. Uh, there is a €5,000 grant to help you buy an electric car, but currently most electric cars are well out of the range and the the reach of the average person on price range and the mileage range is still a problem too for people who use their cars on a daily basis particularly things like the taxi drivers and I know some taxi drivers have moved to electric already I, I don't know how it works out do they have to charge up when they're sitting on the rank or something like that I don't know how that works out because some of the cars obviously have a lower limited mileage than others anyway will you be buying an electric car the plan is that after 2030 there'll be no new diesel and petrol cars uh, after 2040 it'll be illegal to have one to sell one, to drive one. That's the plan. I, I can't see the plan working out. I don't. It was like when we all converted from vinyl to CD. I always said to myself, CD is not the answer. Now we're on to obviously solid state and onto the likes of Spotify and all that kind of stuff. But I never thought CD was the answer. It was a kind of stopgap, wasn't it? The same with the kind of, you know, when we moved from um, videos to DVD, that was a kind of stopgap. And now we're into something else, which is online. 
there was a kind of stopgap. I don't believe electric cars are the answer because we still have to produce, use fossil fuels to produce the electricity to power them in the first place. So it's a, it's a bit of a contradiction. And also then there's also all the issues around electric cars and how they're built and where the batteries come from, etc., etc. But anyway, will you be buying an electric car? Will you be retrofitting your house and changing your heating, etc., etc.? Most, the average person in this country can't afford to do that. So is it going to make a difference to tax them? To, to kind of change their behaviour when they actually can't change their behaviour because they don't have the money to change their behaviour. Now, I know the government will be bringing in grants to help you with your heating. Um, also, you know, there's more education around smoking, for example. So will the price of a pack of cigarettes going up change your behaviour? All these things, will you be getting a bus more often, for example, because obviously the price of fuel is going up. It's going to be more expensive to drive to work. So all these things are designed to change your behaviour and to change society's behaviour. Will you be changing your behaviour? Does taxing things, which is what essentially we're doing, cause you to change your behaviour? That's the question I really want to know the answer to today. And the number is 87 So the fact that things cost you more to do and it will leave you with less money in your pocket at the end of the month and a substantially less money in your pocket at the end of every month because you're going to have to pay more for your heating, more for your fuel, more for your car, more for everything. And also, the likes of VRT on cars is going up if you want to import a car from the UK, for example. It's going to cost you more to import it. Uh, the likes of car tax is probably going to go up. All those kind of things. Everything to do with cars is going up. So everything to do with fuel is going up. Uh, and they are the basics. They are the necessities of life. So I want to know, Will that change your behaviour? The number is 087-188-0008. That's 087-188-0008. Let me go to Derianne. Derianne, you're an Ireland's Classic Hits. How are you doing, Derianne? Yeah, Graham Nile, how are you? Good. Now, Derianne, you, you've heard all the bits and pieces in the budget. There's a little bit of taxing on everything, I suppose, that the, the government deemed not to be necessary. In other words, to change your behaviour. Will that change your behaviour? No, absolutely not. I mean, what they forget about is that there's people like myself who don't, who, through no fault of my own, don't live on a bus route. Um, gladly would not have to run a car, only I have to have one because of where I live. Um, when you're renting at the, you know, places, you're at the mercy of landlords providing proper heating, um, economical heating, which of course they're not going to do. So you're going, well, a lot of them, maybe some of them do. And um, and then you're still going to be paying more and more and more. And you'd be like that lady once that was on the uh, Joe Duffy show who just spent the day in bed with her electric panties on. Right. See, they want you everybody, know? okay, because I know Debbie sent a text there a few minutes ago saying she has oil heating. What did the government want me to do or move to? I'm confused. Well, they want everybody to move to heat conversion. Now, heat conversion is American. Well, when I say it's American, it is used worldwide. But mainly in America, you go to places, say, like sunny Florida. Uh, you will have these yes. units outside your house. It's like a big, huge square steel box. Mm-hmm. has a fan on the top of it. And what, in a, well, obviously in Florida, it does the opposite. It converts warm air to cold air. But here, you can set it to do anything you want. It'll convert cold air to warm air by using electricity. But here's the thing. It uses electricity. Um, and that's more, that's more demand on the grid. And basically, you're removing all your radiators. They'll all go. We won't be using radiators anymore. And what you'll have in every room is a small little vent in the ceiling which blows in warm air. Um, and that is how you heat your house or cold air as, as, as the, the summer months come in if it's too warm. So it's an air conditioning system, essentially. And that's what they want everybody to convert to. And, and you know, Niall, I actually witnessed that on social housing recently. 
and um, that's what they've been doing, putting in these huge big vans. boxes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and... Um, They're quite ugly, expensive. actually. When you, when you get to apartment blocks, for example, they can be quite yeah, ugly things. Yeah, some of them are outside people's doors. That's, that's right, or they're hanging out of their windows. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Good so, God, I thought you were going to say they're yin-yang. It's <laughs> hanging as they're yin-yang. So, but, but here's another thing. So the smoking, for example, is going <laughs> to... Oh, Darian, are you a smoker? No, I'm waiting for a COVID test. Oh, I sorry, I thought you were smoking there. Okay, so no, the smoking, the smoking has gone up 50 pence or 50 cent. Uh, the fuel has gone up. The heating oil has gone up. All those things incrementally are going to go up between now and 2029. Um, so will that change? Will you start? To, I mean, for example, if there was a bus route near you, would you use it? Yeah. Or would you prefer I to would use actually, it? actually. Well, of course I would use it with my free, free travel. Of course I would. Mm-hmm. You see, I'm not incentivizing enough to, for the likes of me that would have the free travel to get out and flip and use it, to not have to live in a place where I have to have a car and I have to put fuel into it and I have to do this and I have to do that. And what's, know, what, sort of heating, what sort of heating have you got? It's kind of like storage heating. And, so it's elect- um, electric? Uh, exactly. Um, it's supposed it's expensive. to be... By the way, it's the, most, for, that's the most expensive form of heating. Well, it's supposed to have been, you know, the newest form, but it is expensive. Well, yes, I of course. Only, only actually end up putting on one of the heaters for the winter um, uh, because I don't like, I have to be honest, I don't like heat in a bedroom. I prefer, you know, a bit of fresh air. And um, and it's still expensive enough just to put on that one. It is, you yeah, have electric, to he- electric heating because you're talking yeah. about 1.5 kilowatts uh, probably yeah. per heater. I know, I know it uses storage blocks to store the heat, but it doesn't store them for that long. All right, so you don't think it's going to change your behaviour. You believe you're just being punished. Is that what you're saying? Exactly. And the other thing about smoking is um, you, can't, you can't put up cigarettes and expect put pressure on people to give up smoking. When smoking is an addiction, and a lot of people will need it when they're under the stress of, you know, of, of having to have more money. It's like, and I don't want to go off the subject, but my heart goes out to, to all the people who have homes and are now going to be taxed out of their, you know, their mad tax of property tax. When, when that shouldn't be, that's what happened in America, and loads of people lost their homes, not because they couldn't pay the mortgage, because they couldn't afford the taxes when they were older on the houses. So it's different the way. Okay, well, well, stay, well, if you are over the age of 65 or 67, as it may be in the next few years, when it comes to property tax, um, you can waiver it onto uh, on a judgment. Now, you can obviously contact the department yourself, the revenue, they will give you all the information on that, whereby, well, firstly, you can pay it in installments. And secondly, you can put it as a waiver on a judgment on your home. So in other words, it's paid when you die or when the house is sold sold off. So there, there is ways around that as you get older and not working. But stay there for a second. Uh, keep texting, keep what's happening. The number is 87 188 Stephen Kiernan, uh, you're on Classic Kids. How Stephen? Hi, now. Good afternoon. Now, I mean, the idea of taxing, you know, putting lots of taxes on things. Now, obviously, up between now and 2029, you know, as action for climate crisis, etc., etc. It's well intended, but is it really going to change people's behaviours? Because people can't afford to change their behaviour. Well, personally, I would have preferred to have seen the carbon increases uh, postponed for a year because we've had we have international prices going up, which hopefully will just be a temporary thing. Um, now, it did, I mean, the impact of the levy on plastic bags certainly worked. I think it, 
taxing does change people's behaviour. But I just think it, it, it was the wrong time to do it. And globally, according to the EU, Ireland's um, emissions are less than one-tenth of one percent of global emissions. That's not saying we shouldn't do anything, but we should put it... Yeah, well, there is always that argument, what's the point the rest of us doing it if China are not going to do a thing anyway, when they, when they have the highest global... And India as well have the highest global emissions. But in relation to, you know, who they're trying to target here... They're targeting people who just don't have the money to change. And this is the point I make it. So, like, I'm not going to run out and buy an electric car tomorrow because I can't afford one. I'm not going to retrofit a whole house with heat conversion because I can't afford to no more than anybody else in this country can unless the government are going to give us the majority of the money. They were talking about grants, but that's still going to be only cover probably half the price for most people. People won't do that. I know it took my father years to save up when we were younger in the corporation house, to get, you know, radiators in because, you know, central heating was a new thing at the time. So, I mean, people are just not going to do that unless the government are going to pay for it. I agree with you. Maybe you should be looking at what I think Italy does in that if you do do those kind of things to your house, you can pay it off over 10 or 20 years via utility bill at either zero interest or very low interest which think will be far better. And then they actually show you every month on the bill how much you've saved once the house has been upgraded. And quite often the savings are more than the payments. If you well, well, that wouldn't be pay. a bad idea if the savings were more than the payment. Okay, what about the cars? Okay, so, you know, again, we've already been hit with the increase in the cost of diesel and petrol because obviously the price of a, of a, of a uh, what do you call it, a barrel of fuel has gone up anyway. So we've been hit with that. It's already got up to about 148, 149. Now it's up to about 152, 153, depending on what garage you go to because of the increase. An extra 1940 essentially on a, a tank of home heating oil and uh, roughly what's it, 148 on a tank of fuel. So, is that going to make a difference in people's behaviour? They can't afford an electric car. No, I still drive, and I agree with you. I think it would be better if the carbon um, tax increases had been postponed for a year, and also maybe the money more targeted. The thing I rang in about um, is that the social welfare increases, I don't agree with them being across the board, because I know it's only a fiver, but when you add all the extra allowances in, and I've tweeted it there. Yeah, you just sent me a, you sent me over a graph there, yes. Yeah. yeah, basically, a jobless couple with three kids in Dublin are now €1,087 better off after the budget because they've the job seekers allowance increased, the qualifying adults, the qualifying child dependent, back to school, Christmas bonus. I mean, I have no so, so in other words, all the you see people are always saying, "Oh, well, they only get an extra fiver." They don't. All the different social welfare payments that people would be on if they were unemployed have all gone up. Is the point? Exactly. Yeah. So uh, two hours and three kids in Dublin, we take into account HAP is just under just over forty eight thousand euros. Okay, a year. and to clarify that forty eight thousand figure, you're basing that on what it would cost. You know, what you would have to earn to get that amount of money. No, no, that's what they actually get from the state. Oh, oh, that's actually what they're getting. For that's what they actually, yeah, that's what they get. When you okay, so it up. was uh, last year. Well, based on twenty twenty one figures, forty seven thousand three hundred and two, and now it's forty eight thousand three hundred ninety nine. And if we heard Tara at the start of the show, she did the calculator on her wages last night, and she works out an extra hundred and three euro a year. So in other words, she's a working person uh, with children, and she's only getting a hundred extra hundred and three. Where if you're not working and you've got three children, uh, you get an extra thousand euro or over. Exactly. If you have a couple, say each earning thirty. 5k, which uh, say the, the average industrial wage, they're bringing 70k in a year. They're about 230 euros a year better off, and that and uh, probably worse off because, as you said, with the price, if, if they're driving or smoking. Yeah. and just um, just to clarify for people what you're basing that on, so you're basing on a, a couple with two children who are both unemployed, getting job seekers allowance, qualifying adult, qualified child dependent, back to school allowance, Christmas bonus, H uh, the HAP allowance, depending on where they happen to live. You have it in at 1300. That changes depending on where you happen to live. Fuel allowance, child benefit per month. So that's yeah, basically, yeah, everything they get from the state, um, we have to add them all together. 
So it is quite a lot of money. So I have no problem. I think it'd be far better to, um, to, to, to focus that money on pensioners, disabled, uh, carers, people who've recently lost a job, but someone who's able-bodied who hasn't worked for 10 years and is getting a bonus on top of all this. I, I just think that's wrong. Okay. The money would be far better being directed. Okay, all right. But generally speaking, okay, so you don't believe that's going to change the behaviour of the unemployed. All right. So generally speaking, do you think any of this is going to change people's behaviours? Because that was the whole idea of this budget, wasn't it? It is. I mean, adding 50 cents onto a pack of cigarettes uh, isn't going to change. I mean, I gave up smoking 13 years ago. Um, actually, I haven't done the calculation. Well, I, sh- I, sh- I probably saved up enough money to buy myself an electric car, if you look at it that way, or two, one each. Um, yeah. But um, no, I don't. If they brought it up to 20 euro, maybe. But then again, you have the black market to deal with. See, this is what I said. 50 cent, these incremental jumps of 50 cent don't deter people. For example, if it had gone from, say, 10 years ago, where it was eight quid for a pack of cigarettes, to 15 now, I think people would kind of think about it twice and say, OK, they've doubled the price. Um, but, but when it's incremental like that, people just take the hit each time, don't they? Yeah, absolutely. You don't notice this. You're not going to notice an extra 50 cent. Um, OK, I don't have any packets someone smokes a day, but I mean, that's just 350 euros a week. It, it's, it's not really going to make any difference. Adding a tenner on or a fiver, that would make a difference. OK, in relation to the budget overall, um, it was fairly neutral. The government gave a bit and took it back away again. So essentially, I still think we're all going to be down on the deal. Yeah, I mean... Unless you're unemployed, of course, as you pointed out. Unless you're unemployed, you're probably the best. Um, And even if you're a millionaire, you still only uh, get the same benefit as someone who earns 40 grand a year. Um, I think there were some wins. I I like the idea of the free contraception. I think health has got more in the permanent Well, I I do, but I mean, why do they restrict it to 17, 25-year-olds? I know that was in tandem and in line with the legislation they want to bring in around abortion and the supports around abortion, etc., etc. And I know Simon Harris mentioned that. I've gone back a while ago. But still, restricting it to under 25s, a lot of people are saying, what, 25-year-olds don't have sex anymore? So, I I mean... I don't know. Is that the age people get married? I, I don't know. I don't know why the 25... I mean, now the average age of getting married is 32 and 33 in this country now, so that doesn't make any sense. So, I, I think it, it, it's a start, they have to start somewhere, and no matter what age they did, um, there'll probably be complaints. It's the same as extending the medical card to children. It's, inc- it's incrementing every year, and we expect next year's budget, I don't know whether they go up to 26 or 30, but I expect that to roll out over a period of time. Um, up to, uh, there's probably more debate in, in what age... Well, why not just do it? Why, what's the story of rolling stuff out? I mean, I understand there's a cost involved, but you, as you rightly pointed out, there were some things we probably shouldn't increase, and we could have made up for that cost. I think the cost of contraception for everybody per year, I think was worked out last week, would be 800 million or something ridiculous. But still, if it has to be done, it has to be done. So that's twice the amount of money we spent giving a fiver to everyone on, on welfare. So maybe if we hadn't given it to those who are long-term unemployed, <laughs> we could have brought it up to 30-year-olds would be happy then. Yeah, should we, had, should we have had free condoms as well? I don't have a problem with that. Yeah. Um, I don't think there's anything. I think it should be all contraception, personally. But obviously, you could argue that only women can get pregnant. So yeah, well, this well, this is true, I suppose. Uh, there are things too. A uh, bag of coal. We talked about the heating in your home. You're not going to upgrade your heating in your home. What are you using? Oil or gas? I'm using oil, uh, but I did change using one of the um, sites recently to another uh, electric company, and I saved myself, I think, about two hundred euros a year doing that. Yeah. So anyone, I mean, changing electric is so easy. No one calls out. You do it online. If you have someone who 
who is familiar with online and you're not, they'll do it for you. It costs you nothing. Yeah, well you just need it. your NPR number, whatever it is. Yeah, which is on the bill. Same with gas. Yeah. I mean, that's easy. I'm actually outside my dad's place. I'm doing that for him because uh, he would never think of switching, but by switching, we'll probably say... I know, I, I, do, I do it myself. I switch every single year. Every single year I change it. And I know the contract is up at Christmas every single year, so I do it in January every single year. And I'm, everybody should do the same thing because you'll always get a better deal when you shop around. Yeah, you know, you typically get 20 or 30% off the standard rate and after a year, you're back on the standard rate. So you will but okay, well, are you going to convert? I mean, this heat conversion systems that they want everybody to get and retrofit their houses with, you know, are you planning on doing it or do you think it's going to, would it be worth your while as your house an old house? Because a lot of people are saying, well, it's kind of pointless if your house is 30 or 40 years old unless you're going to get the whole place insulated as well. My house is 160 years old. Oh, that's a wise waste of time, so then it's... <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, no, no, there's, there's a lot more needs to be done with that house than, well, than well, retrofit and heating. Exactly. Well, I might do it. I mean, if, if I had to spend 20 or 160 years old, Stephen? Yeah, 1840. Where, where do you live? In, a, in an old church or something? Or? No, no, a village, Ballon the Clash in Wicklow. Uh, an old house there. Right, okay. Jeepers. That's well, the walls are about three foot thick, so they're, they're, they're well built. They're, <laughs> they're well, well and the, the bricks are held together with mud. <laughs> uh, no, no, it's a, a, a little better than that. It's not quite as bad. <laughs> all right, well, listen, Stephen, nice talking to you. All right, thanks Thank very much. Well. Okay, believe, Stephen believes it's not going to make a huge amount of difference. There was a few mistakes made, and also he's having a go, obviously, at unemployed uh, are the only ones he believes really benefited from the budget, which is the wrong way that it should be, that we're not encouraging people to work. And he sent over a graph to us there, basing this, by the way, on an unemployed couple. That's a, an unemployed couple he based the graph on and said basically they're up a thousand or over a thousand euro on the deal, essentially an unemployed couple with two children. Now that was again just to let you know, basing it on the fact that they get job seekers, qualifying adult, qualified child dependent, back to school allowances, Christmas bonus, HAP at 1300, which is kind of an average, fuel allowance and child benefit at 140 per month per child on average. And that means that unemployed couple get from the state 48,389 versus 47,302 last year. So they're up over a thousand euro on the deal. Whereas the workers of the country are down on the deal. There you go. That's the point he's making. Uh, let me know will it change your behaviour. The number is 087 Will you give up smoking? Will you change your car? Will you change your heating? Will you use less heating? What are you going to do? Will it change your behaviour? All right, welcome back. Um, loads of texts and loads of WhatsApp messages, by the way, coming in. Let me just play one or two of these for you. Just a quick little note there before I click my daughter from Montessori. Um, carers, people in receipt of carers allowance, do not qualify for fuel allowance. So it's carers, people... In receipt of carers allowance, do not qualify for fuel allowance. I wasn't aware of that. Um, I don't understand maybe the argument. There is a lot of people on different benefits who may not have qualified for another benefit. It depends, I suppose, if how much income is coming into the family home. So if somebody's on a carer's allowance and somebody else is earning money in the house, I don't know. I don't know your personal circumstance, so it's difficult for me to comment in relation to it. But I, I know you could be on one benefit. It doesn't necessarily qualify you for another benefit. Um, so I don't particularly understand it, but I get what you're trying to say that maybe, you know, it's difficult for you in that situation. Hey, Noel, um, that guy there that's just talking, I think he's talking to us whole. There's no way a couple with three kids, it gets the equivalent of 48,000 off the social. That just doesn't work. I work full time. I have three kids. Uh, the wife's a stay at home mum. Uh, we're on the family income supplement as well. And overall, I think we get about 32,000 when you take it all into account. Do you mean to tell me that I'd be 16,000 a year better off if I give up my job? I don't think so. <laughs> I'm just, I'll give you the figures if you want them. So he's basing it on two people unemployed and with three kids. 
So annually, your job seeker's allowance, the point he's making, comes to 10816 A qualifying adult allowance comes to 7176 In other words, a dependent adult or a, child, a qualified a child dependent adds another 7488 This is between two people, by the way. Back to school allowance, uh, 855 I'm assuming that's for two people again. Christmas bonus, because obviously you get your double week. That week is 490 Um A HAP, which is, you know, in general, can be anywhere between sort of 1200 and 1800 depending on where you happen to live is at 1300 which is 15,600 a year so that's the equivalent of you paying rent or a mortgage of 15,600 a year which is quite substantial uh, and a fuel allowance uh, is 924 a year and the child benefit at 140 per month per child is 5,040. So the money they get from the state in that particular circumstance and this is factual figures is 48,389 that is the figure now, if you're telling me that you better off giving up your job, maybe you should have considered it. I'm joking, I'm joking. Seamus, you're an Ireland's classic kids. How are you doing, Seamus? Hey, how are you? We did speak before. Okay, okay. Now, Seamus, this is back to the electric cars. Yes, indeed. Yeah, you, you mentioned at the start of the show there that electric cars uh, have a, a bigger carbon footprint. Uh, no, I didn't know. I, I, I didn't say that. Did you not? No, I didn't say that at all. All, okay. I, all, all I said was there has been debates, of course, around whether the, it's uh, the future of driving because, of course, we need to produce electricity for electric cars and how we produce that electricity obviously leaves a carbon footprint. And then also the production of the cars themselves. There has been debates around that as well about the cobalt, et cetera, et cetera. But I, I didn't say it leaves a bigger carbon footprint. Right. I, remember, I remember reading once that I, I think, and I can't remember which car they were talking about, electric car, but it, it, it had to do 70,000 miles to, I suppose, equalise the amount of damage, if you want to call it that, uh, to the, the planet, so to speak, in relation to, you know, the, the cobalt or wherever it is that's collected for the batteries or whatever. I haven't a clue. I'm not well, that technically minded. Well, it's the actual yeah. mileage that it has to do to, to catch up with a fossil fuel car. Probably. Be, that's the point. Yes, yes. Uh, uh, probably. Uh, it's somewhere in the region of 1,500 miles. Right. That's all. You know, well, well, so, I, well, I read differently, but that's, that's beside the point. But, Seamus, you have two electric cars. I have two electric cars, and today I'm just about to uh, place an order for solar panels and battery backup for my house. Right, OK, so the, the purpose of the solar panels on your house will be to heat your water, I imagine, is it? No, no, uh, to give me electricity and uh, to fill up a, a storage battery with electricity as well. Okay, so so, so you so let's say power, power I'm a, failure, I would have uh, what they call blackout uh, protection. Okay, so with your solar panels, will mm-hmm. they, how big are they? Will they take up your whole roof, or how big are they? Uh, most of it, in my case, it's it's going to be approximately twenty panels going on my house. Uh, so so it is. It's I, I don't really have all the stats and numbers now. Right, but they'd be big hand, enough. It'd be big enough. Yeah, it'd be big enough, and it'll. Uh, uh, at, currently, at the moment, we charge the cars when they need it at night time between uh, at the at the low rate of electricity um, when it, when it's at its cheapest. But now, when we get the solar panels, we'll when the cars are home, we'll plug them in and uh, they, they'll trickle charge directly from the solar panels. Right. Okay. And when you say trickle charge, it could take a while to charge them at that because they wouldn't produce in the same kilowatt. I well, it, yeah. the, the, the software allows you to balance out uh, so much to the house, so much to the car, so much to hot water, etc. Okay. Et so, did you work out how much you'd save with your solar panels? Uh, <clears throat> currently, I, I, I'm going to save approximately fifty percent of my electric bill, and uh, apparently, um, 
in in preparing for this, I had to uh, research uh, my annual usage, which I found out from my current supplier, uh, which is 12,315 kilowatt hours over a 12-month period. Apparently, the average usage is uh, about seven or 8,000. Right. So uh, I, I'm, I'm pretty heavy on it. And then... So, but some people might argue too, just getting back, sorry, to your electric cars, that lucky you, Seamus, that you could afford two electric cars. Most people can't afford one. Well, uh, let me let me tell you, uh, the, uh, the, the, the Tesla Model 3 that I have um, is my second electric car. Uh, my wife drives the other one, which is a Hyundai Ionic electric. But the Tesla Model 3... I, I drove one, wonderful car to drive, wonderful car I to drive. I know you did, yes, yes, it's great. And for the, and and for I, the weekend... I, the wife and I just took uh, our one to France and Switzerland in August there, and it was absolutely fabulous. Right, okay, but the cost of purchasing these cars, I mean, the Tesla, how much is the Tesla? In 2013, uh, I gave up smoking, and I had this app called uh, uh, Since I Quit, which calculates how much you spend every day. And uh, very quickly, I noticed that 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 was... uh, uh, amounting up to a lot of money. So uh, the wife and I uh, were putting the money to one side. She was on one pack a day and I was on two packs a day, which was €30 euro a day. And uh, that soon came up to €800 euro a month. Oh, uh, my. So so the money that you saved on smoking has gone into the electric cars. Do me a favour, stay there for a second because somebody else is on the same page as you, as Rachel. I bought the Tesla with the money. <laughs> okay, well, the, but good man. Rachel, you're on Ireland's Classic Hits. How are you doing, Rachel? Now, Hi. you, you yeah. also have an electric car and you changed your heating back in 2007. So you're kind of, you were ahead of the ball on this one, weren't you? Yeah, well, I think, I think it comes down to doing sums, Niall. Um, if you do your sums properly, uh, you will find that m- many people will actually be better off switching at this stage. Uh, I, I bought uh, an electric car in 2016, um, a new Nissan Leaf, which was very low mileage at that time, obviously. The, um, the savings I made on petrol, sorry, I was with, uh, driving a diesel at the time. The savings I made on a diesel car at that time paid off the car loan interest-free loan in three years. Right. That, that was good, wasn't it? And, and we did the same again um, just recently. Um, right, when you so, say the savings, so the savings on car tax, the savings on fuel. So, everything. Uh, so yeah. how much, so how much does it cost to run your car? Alone, the fuel alone. Yeah. Okay, so, um, so to run the car, if I, it depends on what battery size you've got and all the rest of it. But uh, basically, a trip to Dublin and back, I'm in Galway, Trip to Dublin and back, um, typically in a in a petrol diesel car, whichever. What would you estimate would would it cost? Dublin to whereabouts? Did you say again? Sorry. Dublin to go go away to Dublin. Uh, well, at the moment it's a bit more expensive. Probably f- in my car, forty quid, forty five. Forty quid, yeah. Um, well, I did the journey for free when I. Ch- chose free chargers but if i didn't choose a free charger and chose the the public charger it would cost me a grand total of 10 euros right okay very good no i i have no doubt they so, are more so economical if, if you're doing, if you're doing and, and you don't have to get them serviced well apart from obviously a windscreen wipers and your tires and stuff like that they yeah. generally don't have problems and um, the only yeah. problem you'll ever have with them is that the battery eventually starts to lose its, um, I suppose, the amount of power it'll hold uh, over time, yeah. over time. OK, so and again, and that can be quite expensive to replace the battery. But that, that I mean, most of the, the big manufacturers now are, are guaranteeing their batteries for up to 10 years anyway. 
So, I mean, you're kind of doing all right. So buying a second-hand one is probably something you need to be cautious about when you check the battery life and battery health on the car. Yeah. So, uh, but, now, in but, relation to your like, heating, just very quickly, because I, I don't yeah, have a huge amount of time. Yeah. So, your heating, uh, what were you on? Oil or gas? Uh, no, no. I, I said to the person at the beginning, I, I, I built a house. Oh, you I built a house. Okay. intentionally did not put in oil or gas or, or anything. We, we intentionally went heat pump. Okay, so you have a heat pump, heat conversion. So basically that converts yeah. the cold air to warm air through vents in the ceiling. Yeah. Okay, and yeah. and that, I'm assuming that how expensive is that? Because it's still using electricity, by the way, which still uses yeah. fossil fuels to produce the electricity. So it doesn't uh, it really cancel out everything. How, it depends on how the fossil fuel is generated. Uh, if you look at most um, companies these days, most of them are trying to switch over to renewable energy. So your argument about the fossil fuels is, is going... Is getting out. It's getting out of date now. Okay. Well, I mean, I would like to think that they have a plan of putting all these kind of wind turbines off the coast of kind of yeah. you know County Clare and uh, Galway and places where we have lots of wind. No better country for wind, by the way. Uh, yeah. But, what, what they haven't done is the storage element of it, and that you know that's the problem. I know it has to be used. Things, yes. Things like that need to be introduced. Okay. So, um, but yeah, but your your how much is it costing to run your heating? Do you have you figured it out? Uh, yeah, so so I'm running two electric cars. The all my heating, all my electricity, um, I'm spending two hundred euros a month. But that's everything. That's, that's everything in. That's well. That's not a bad. That's a good saving. The only concerns I have at the moment, <coughs> pardon me, is that we don't have enough electricity in the grid, and we know that because we're going to have problems now. I know ESP Network said they're sorting that out for 2025. That's the long term plan. But between now and then, <coughs> if we all run out and buy electric cars and change our heating to electric, I mean, I think we're going to be in a spot of bother. But anyway, Rachel, good to know. Shame it's good to know that you've both kind of changed your behaviour because of, I suppose, the lessons that have been learned and certainly the stuff that's been put out there into the budget. Rachel, she reckons it's a load of nonsense. He says, do you know the industrial wind turbines will never produce the same amount of energy that goes into their construction, transport and installation, not to mention their upkeep and inability to be actually recycled. I remember seeing actually a picture recently of them trying to recycle them all. They used, they bury them, I think, isn't it? Something stupid like that. Uh, Suzanne, you're in Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, Suzanne? Hi, how are you? Good. <coughs> now, you would have rathered money yesterday go to the pensioners uh, yeah. than, than go to anybody else. And you have a personal interest in that. Well, I think people are getting a social welfare payment, some people, for the wrong reason. They're they're fully well able to work. Yep. You know, there's nothing stopping them going out to work part-time. That that should be checked across the board. You know, that kind of... Well, everywhere, that, you, everywhere you go, they're looking for... I mean, the signs in shop windows oh, everywhere. Oh, the places are closing down, Niall, because... Can't get uh, staff. They can't get the staff. And yeah. that's not fair. You know, so these are small businesses that we should be supporting. There are people out there who are sponging off the social welfare. There are and some. There are some. Yeah, there are lots. Yeah, there are some. Yeah. Now, but that's what the social welfare needs to do. They need to do a check on people who are, who've been on long-term social welfare. Why haven't you got a job? Because the resources are not there yeah, no, to they do don't, that. They don't have the administration to do, to do, to do all that. Well, that's what needs they to trust be done. people. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. you know, all people, all these pensions, you know... They they work their asses off to build the country and to you know they they, they didn't claim social welfare just sit on their ass claiming social welfare the men went out to work the women went out to work they grafted and my poor old nanny she's living from week to week you know budgeting going over to Tesco to see what her dinners will be um, it's it's just I'd so she's keep... she's counting her pennies and her pension yeah and you know yeah. the woman worked her whole life I know I know. 
I know, and, and it's terrible to see old people. I just see old people in the shops and they're, they're kind of rooting through stuff, probably looking for a good deal or a good bargain. It's nothing sad. Yeah, you it know, is sad. It is that, sad. That's who the riots should be going to. Yeah, I mean, 230 quid's not going to get you a lot a week, is it? No. You know and then I mean? they have to pay for their, and I don't care what anybody says, the fuel allowance. No, that doesn't cover their fuel either. It doesn't cover their no, fuel. Not, not unless they huddle in one room, you know. Yeah, and I'm driving a clapped out piece of crap going to work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the petrol is going up. And there's an electric car I wish I could afford. Well, see, well, this is the problem. I mean, it's all well and good charging you extra taxes on your petrol now. But yeah. the whole idea of that is to get you to use public transport or to get you to buy an electric car. But I don't think you... you well, can you use public transport? It, it wouldn't get me to my job. So that's the problem <clears throat> yeah, for most and, people. Uh, and to pick up my kids on time. Yeah, and you, know? and you, you have to go places and you have to be places to, you know, to yep. conduct your life. So for most people, and a lot of people, they have to use their cars. I, I look after my dad. He has dementia. So okay. I have to go down to him every evening. So public transport wouldn't bring me anywhere near where he is. No, your day would be gone going back and forward to everywhere he is. Yeah. And, so, the, and the other thing then as well is, you know, obviously in relation to your piece of crap car that you talked about, <laughs> uh, there's, no, there's no sign of you changing that to an electric car in the near future, no? I wish. <laughs> <laughs> I only wish. I mean, it, it's literally the bumper is falling. <laughs> but then I have to pay massive rent. So yeah. I never get a break. I never, ever, ever, ever get a break. So. Well, well, look, I'm really sorry to hear that. But look, you are right. And I do believe you. I, I absolutely do believe you when you see pensioners around. It's very, very sad sometimes uh, to see pensioners out there struggling to try and budget their money. Just very quickly before I go into the news, let me just play this for you. Hi, Niall. Just listen to you there about the budget. I'm on an invalidity pension. Um, I think the way they've treated the pensioners, five year euro rise is ridiculous. Um three euros towards fuel allowance. I live on my own. My husband walked out of me years ago. Three euros is on the living alone allowance, five euros on the fuel allowance. It's disgusting. It's despicable. I work my backside off from the age of 16. And when I wasn't working, I looked after my late mother and her brother. My father was dead years beforehand. And I saved the taxpayer money. I save the state money and now I'm the age I am I'm over 60 cannot work due to health reasons I am absolutely appalled at the way we're being treated it's despicable anyway now love the show keep up the good work real people real opinions real talk radio the multi award winning Niall Boylan show classic hits